entrepreneurs, business owners, professionals who seek excellence, bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builders Show. Here's Marty Wolf. We still got a long way to go. Yes, we all got a long way to go. Welcome to the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf the show for entrepreneurs, business owners, and business leaders. I'm Marty Wolf, your host for the Business Builder Show, and along with my executive producer, D.C. Taylor, we will be your guides on this learning journey. Let me tell you my super objective in being with you today. I want to enthusiastically share stories and information to inspire leaders so they can inspire others. I'm proud to let you know we record the Business Builder Show in the studios of 94.3 FM, The Talker, which is part of Bold Gold Media, and we are in Scranton, Pennsylvania. The Business Builder Show is distributed by C-Suite Radio. You can find our show and many other fine shows at c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. My special guest with me today is Bishop Joseph W. Walker III. Bishop Walker, welcome to the show. Well, it's glad to be here. Thank you so much, Marty, for having me. I'm really looking forward to it. He wrote a great book. The title of the book is No Opportunity Wasted, The Art of Execution by Dr. Joseph W. Walker III. Let me do a brief intro and then we're going to get, we're going to delve into the book. In 1992, 24-year-old Bishop Walker became the youngest pastor ever at Mount Zion, an historic church that had fallen on hard times, but he had a vision for growth and relevance, and under his leadership, the church grew quickly, gaining around 2,000 members every year. Today, Mount Zion is not only well known for its extensive pastoral outreach, but as an extremely well-run operation. So I guess that connects us to our book, which is subtitled The Art of Execution. So again, welcome, Bishop. So um, I guess the obvious question is, uh, you're, you're a bishop, and, and you uh, talk to people in church pews and that kind of thing. So why did you write a book about the art of execution? Give me, give me some insights on that, and uh, talk to us right at the very beginning. Is this book just to serve the faith community, or, is this, uh, or can we address this for a general audience? Oh, no, no. It's, it's, it's really for a general audience. You know, obviously, in the work that I do and reaching people every week, uh, these are folks who are entrepreneurs who come in and who wrestle with, you know, many of the dreams and ideas that they have, and, but they really don't understand how to move out of the theoretical realm into the practical realm. And often they, you know, uh, they model certain uh, images that they have that may not be healthy for them. And so I just felt it was important to really talk about the, the how-to. You know, everyone knows about the why. Everybody gets an understanding of the what, but nobody really talks about the strategy yeah. of how to move the needle forward with your dream, with your vision, uh, and so that it doesn't sit on the shelf. And if you don't have a strategy, it'll sit there and you'll let it die. Mm, interesting. Um, well, I mentioned at the intro, you have tremendous growth in the church. Um how did you do that? And is that what you is that what you write about in your book? 
How did you do it? Well, to some extent, you know, obviously, you know, people view the church, you know, but in one particular way, but the church is, you know, obviously it has a business side and it has a model behind it. You know, you have to think about infrastructure administration. You have to think about how to get people mobilized together, how to collaborate. So all of those particular things were, were important. I began the book talking about you're, you're born to solve a problem. So once you find that problem, once you understand what that problem is, then you begin to focus your energy toward that. You know, I think that all of us have a very unique place in the earth, and I think that there's something that the earth is waiting on for us to create, something for us to move into, and so often we don't realize that we may be the very first ones to actually do what we've been assigned to do. And mm-hmm. when you understand that, you don't you don't miss those moments. You step into those because you have this small window of time, right, to execute. And, uh, and you really have to be ready and prepared to do that without second-guessing yourself. And so, yeah, there's a great deal of business principles that were applied in terms of growing a church. You, know, you can grow a church in any particular organization on charisma, but that's not going to be sustainable. What's sustainable is the infrastructure. It's about getting the folks to work together. It's about mm-hmm building teams. It's about, mm. you know, learning how to remain relevant and all those things behind the scenes mm. uh, and knowing how to hire, when to fire. Those kinds of things are incredibly important if you're going to be sustainable. You know what? Uh, what you just said, I say to entrepreneurs all the time because I'm a business coach and I work with businesses all the time. And so what you just said, I basically repeat. And I say, this is a, it's a, you can be passionate about what you're doing, but, you know, you better have a system. You better have processes. So, so it's interesting that you phrased it that way. So do you think, do you consider yourself an entrepreneur and, uh, you know, maybe in, in your, well, in your absolutely. space? No, absolutely. Absolutely. I do. I do. And I, I consider myself an entrepreneur and, and a coach of entrepreneurs. I feel like this book is really a book that is written for folks who, who really are out there in that whiteboard space saying, you know, this is something I really, really want to do. Uh, I know I'm called to do it. I know there's a space for it, uh, but I just need the, the strategy. I need, And I think there are some universal strategies for entrepreneurs, uh, regardless of whatever the product is, whatever, the, whatever it is, there's some universal things we all need to understand. The book, again, is No Opportunity Wasted, The Art of Execution by Dr. Joseph W. Walker III. That's who we're speaking with. Uh, Bishop Walker, um, how can people learn more about your work at the church, more about the book? Is there a website you'd like us to, uh, to go to? Yeah, absolutely. You can actually go uh, right to my website, josephwalker3.org, josephwalker3.org. That'll send you to all the various portals of uh, what I'm doing and send you to the church and links and things of that nature. But that's and, it. and you've got a great app, by the way. I, uh, I have the app. <laughs> <laughs> I, I plug the app. Malzahn app is uh, pretty cool. <laughs> I, we enjoy it. And uh, it's been touching a lot of folks around the world. Yeah. Well, that's an outreach. Uh, that, that, that's marketing, yeah, is it model. not? It's yeah, marketing. It's a model. I mean, it really is. It's a business model. You see, again, once again, it's about, you know, there's a need, right? And there's a need. And a lot of folks who, you know, we established uh, what's called Malzahn Anywhere, which is mtzonanywhere.org, which the app is a part of that whole sure. virtual space because there are folks who are working who cannot attend worship at traditional times. How can they then access the information? Well, you make it available to them by using technology. And so we've yeah. been able to reach so many, many people as a result of that app because the app not only is a, is a virtual app for the services, but it also has an infrastructure behind it. If you look at it, you go through it, you'll say, wow, the same services are available. So, you know, we in the faith community say, wait a minute, you know, I, you know, I serve on the board of a bank and I realize something, right? Banks 
few people come into banks anymore. <laughs> Nobody comes into branches. Everybody can do it on their phone. Right. Like, why can't we do this in the church? Why can't entrepreneurs learn how to do this in their business? If you can create a system that understands the need for the cadence that people have, and uh, you, you're really selling time. If you can master the art of selling time, you'll win, no matter what you're doing. Wow. I love that. That's great. Let's get to some of the hows. Uh, again, I did read the book. I enjoyed it. Uh, I am an entrepreneur. I am a business owner. I saw complete uh, thoroughly. There's a, a lot of applications. You talk about the four C's, character, competence, cadence, and capacity. You mentioned cadence. So tell me more about the four C's that are in the book. Yeah, well, well, thank you for asking about that. You know, character, for, I define character, you know, really having the kinds of folks that you want connected to your organization, to your business, people who really have a heart for what you're doing, who are not, uh, who do not have hidden agendas. Character is behavior or display. It's those folks who you really feel that are aligned with your vision, who are not uh, going to establish a coup and, you know, undermine the work that you're trying to do. People that really do what they say they're going to do. Once you have great character, then competence is, 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 is key, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, often we, we are uh, drawn to people that we have relationship with. Sometimes we, you know, we grandfather people, folks in because we have, you know, because they're family or because of other reasons. But where you're going, you're going to have to realize that competence is not just folks who are competent now, but these are folks who are forward thinking, people who are trained in what's coming. Yeah. Uh, cadence is about the rhythm of, of, of the entrepreneur. You need folks who can keep your pace. Uh, our church, for instance, when I started, it was 175 members. Now we're over 33,000 people wow. who were with me then, you know, the cadence I'm running now can't keep up. So you have to have people <laughs> who understand that things are moving as your business grows, as things begin to grow. You need folks you don't have to wait on. Yeah. You know, and capacity is about folks who really have the capacity, the bandwidth to go where you're going. Some folks just do not have it. One caveat is that Cadence always exposes uh, capacity. You know, yeah. folks will say, yeah. "Ooh, it's too much. I just can't do it." They're, li- they're literally telling you, "Find someone else." <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. You do a good job in the book of you know. I, I'm thinking like, "Wow, this is." I, I don't know if I want to say it's strong stuff. I'll say it's direct stuff. The way you wrote it in the book, say, "Look at the reality is, not everybody has the the ability and or the desire uh, to to be part of the system, uh, to look forward." Uh, and be willing to learn. And so I, I love the directness that uh, that you wrote about it in the book. That was great, you know, and obviously business lessons, right? Right, absolutely. You know, I'd rather folks get the truth up front yeah. versus, you know, sit back with their hands in their head uh, and head in their hands crying saying, you know, wow, I wish someone had told me. You know, I just want to put it out there and yeah. give them the facts so that they don't make some of the mistakes I've seen so many other folks make. It's unhealthy for everybody. Uh, again, in my life uh, and the work that I do, I, it's unhealthy. Uh, and again, I, you know, I've interviewed uh, dozens of uh, hundreds of CEOs and read hundreds of books. And, and, the, and, the, and one of the common theme that keeps coming back, Bishop, is, you know, a CEO at the end of their careers will say, well, what, what was the biggest mistake you made? And they'll often say, I didn't fire enough people. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't let enough people go. Now, that sounds cruel. But, yeah, it, no, but, it's, but it's not. It's not, Bishop. Yeah. I mean, everybody finds their own slot, right? Right, absolutely. And it's not necessarily, sometimes we're holding people or keeping people beyond, you know, what I think is their, their, their set time. I think, you know, everyone has a destiny and we hold on to people and we're robbing them of, of what may be their best life by Amen. holding them in the system that, that, that no longer fit, you know? Yeah. 
Stay here for more of the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. My friends at nastpartners.com asks you, who will take you there? The predictive index allows you to decode the complexities of your people and realize what drives workplace behaviors so you can ensure alignment, reach your team's true potential, and achieve your business objectives faster than ever. The predictive index uses proven science to help you manage across the higher to retire life cycle with scientifically validated workforce assessments that provide high-impact insights in minutes. That's the Predictive Index. Learn more at nastpartners.com. That's my friend Dave Nast at nastpartners.com. That's N-A-S-T, nastpartners.com. I'm sure everyone is enjoying this conversation. Uh, I am speaking to Dr. Joseph W. Walker uh, III, and his book is No Opportunity Wasted, The Art of Execution. I think we're getting that point across, that we're talking about execution. Give me your website again and how people can follow you. Joseph Walker, the number three dot org, Joseph Walker three dot org. And you can find the book there because I looked this morning and you can find other Absolutely. things that are going on in his life. And yes, you can bring Bishop Walker to your organization to speak. And I hope that people reach out to you to do that as Thank a result you. of this show. So, OK, this is the part where we really get kind of hard on our authors. Are you ready? Ready. <laughs> okay. So has this been a perfect ride? <laughs> you know, has have you had, have you uh, maybe derailed off your vision? Has there, been, uh, has, has there been a bumpy road every now and then? Talk to me about that. Yeah, you know, obviously, I think we write our books out, out of our own experiences. I tell people there's always a message in all of our mess, you know. And uh, for me, I think one of the things that I, I did, you know, early on is that I was so naive. You know, I, I didn't know how to necessarily assess uh, uh, what I needed early, and so I staffed too soon. Uh, I was just growing, and sometimes we can staff too soon. We just staff, we see a need, we staff, we see a need, we staff. Yeah. You end up with this monster, right? And so it was very difficult early on because we had a lot of folks who were not in their particular calling, not in their particular competency areas, and uh, it was incredibly difficult. You know, it almost cost me, you know, the organization. It really mm -hmm. did. And mm -hmm. I had to reset and uh, and really understand now I, I staff to my weaknesses. You know, I really do. And, and I realized that you really cannot, uh, you can't be naive about the people that you bring alongside about their competencies you can't take for granted that people understand your vision you know and that's just one of numerous bumps in the road uh, one other bump in the road if I may add you know it's just the idea of experiencing burnout I wrote this book about uh, burnout because this chapter about burnout because I realized as a leader you know we often don't realize self how important self-care is many entrepreneurs many folks who are out there making it happen view downtime as being completely ineffective lazy but you don't realize that you are see you have to be CEO of me right first you have to take care yeah. of yourself and you know one of the things I've learned is that if I don't do that I'm not gonna not gonna be effective I'm gonna be a horrible boss horrible person to work with and so you really have to find the balancing act you know on how to take care of yourself how to take care of your family how to take care of all the things that are necessary because at the end of the day and i'm sure if you've interviewed all these ceos at the end of the day no one's talking about how many more books they could have written or how many more you know uh things they could have accomplished sometimes you start thinking about wow how much more time i could have spent with my kids or how much more time i could have done this yeah. you miss out on life 
trying to do all this other stuff. And I just believe that there's a way of having it all and be balanced in the process without burning yourself out. Okay, I'm going to repeat what you call that. Be the CEO of me. I like that. (laughs) That's strong. That's where I struggle, Bishop. So the book helped me in this conversation. I struggle there. So um, thank you for for that reminder. We do. We do. It's real. D.C. Taylor's my producer. I'm taking the rest of the day off, D.C. Okay, we'll see you later. (laughs) Bishop Walker has approved this, and he's doing a great interview. So I'm taking the rest of the day off. I love it. You're buying me lunch, too, on top of that. How's that? <laughs> okay, back to Bishop Walker. Um, so uh, the vision thing. I'm, I'm going to read something from the inside cover because um, uh, uh, this hits home too. Um, it says, talking about you, obviously, this is what you said. I've been leading a thriving congregation for 25 years and training leaders for over 20 years, for 20 years, as well as participating in national organizational boards. I've seen great ideas put on the table, but die, in quotes, in committee, because there was no strategy to move them forward. Vision is a powerful thing. So here's my question. This whole vision strategy thing, how do they go together? Or do they go together? They do. They do. So vision is the big idea, right? Vision is the big idea. So Obviously, it is, that, it is that thing that appears, that keeps you up all night long. It's that thing that's in your spirit that you know you want to do. That's the what I want to do. Strategy is the how to get it done, all right? And there are a lot of folks who know the what, right? As I often say, when you think about it for, from this perspective, there is a, think about this, this formula for a second. You think about there is a product, right? There right. is a product at the top. Right. Then there's a product. That product has to have processes, Correct. The processes help you work through, the, you know, and then after the processes, there's the people. Then there's the profit. Without that strategy, if you don't have the right processes in place, then that product will never move. It'll mm-hmm. never happen. Mm-hmm. If you don't have the right people to help move that product, then you'll never get a profit. And that strategy is work. It's just a, it's just a simple formula. But people have this great vision, but they never see manifestation. Never see the end game and never see results. And they say, what's going on? I just thought if I just wrote it down on the vision board, it was just going to manifest. And you really have to be careful because just because you post something on social media or put a flyer out that you, you think the people is going to show up, it's not going to happen. You have to think about processes. Who, who's going to do this? Who's going to bring this? How, what's the marketing strategy? What's the, you know, the, you know, how are you going to galvanize the folks to support this and the inventory and all these things. Those are the things where a lot of folks get lost. When they start thinking about the processes, it helps you revisit is it whether or not this is something you really want to do because entrepreneurship is not for the faint at heart well you can say that again brother <laughs> it certainly is not um so um while you were saying that I, I i got to thinking um so many people today especially there's books written about it there's speakers they say be passionate about your work yeah. and i think so many people take that bait too far bishop walker and and so that's why i liked your work so you can be passionate about it uh you can really like what you're doing um but you better have a system to make something work and that's what you're talking about right the how make something happen yeah Yeah. you're not going to get there and uh a guy that i i really love his name is cal newport he wrote a book called uh, be so good they can't ignore you and he really changed my thinking about this whole passion thing he said look if you you do something repeatedly you do it over a period of time you're going to get passionate about it if you get really good at it makes sense doesn't it 
Right. A- absolutely. Absolutely were, does. You know, were you always a great? Like were you always like fire? Yeah. Were you always yeah. a great pastor? You had passion for it, but were you always great? There's a loaded question. That is a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but you got better. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So. Um, Believe it or not, we need to wind down. Um, so what haven't I, again, the, the, the book is great. I'm going to say the title again. You're going to give us your website again. No Opportunity Wasted, The Art of Execution. The execution word is important in there by Dr. Joseph W. Walker. Give us your website one more time. JosephWalker3.org. And that is the number three. That's correct. Correct. Okay, so... What have I missed that was on your heart that you wanted to get done? You want to reach the audience? Is there something that uh, you want, a point that you want to bring home? Well, you know, I, I think that it's incredibly important that you, uh, any entrepreneur, any visionary believe in themselves. And when you believe in yourself, you begin to make investments in what you're doing, right? And it's important for you to always attempt to stay relevant. Stay relevant in terms of the current trends, things that are happening. I talk to people in business, in, in the faith community, etc., and they often are saying, how do we stay relevant? How do we keep up with the demand of this, you know, incredibly fast-paced culture that we live in? The need is so great. People, you know, are changing with the need. And I say to them, listen, you can't have uh, an eight-track uh, uh, philosophy, you know, in, a, in an iPod or, or, or a digital age, it doesn't fit. So mm-hmm. you really have to make certain that you constantly keep pushing the envelope, understanding the current trends, talking to people, finding out what needs are, so that you can be aware and not make assumptions that you know your product or your vision is going to change the world. But go in declaring. I've talked to people, I've had small groups together, I've pulled folks in to find out, you know, what are people thinking? What are the needs they have? And how do I, how do I package this product in a way and have a strategy to get it moved forward so that I can remain relevant? Uh, that's important. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are folks who just don't go into stores and buy CDs or DVDs anymore, mm-hmm. right? So if you're not relevant, you'll put up a DVD chain and you know that story. So <laughs> you have to think about how do you remain relevant? Yeah, yeah. And being relevant is, we've mentioned your app. Uh, it is, it's M- Mount Zion as the app, right? That's how you search it? That's correct. Mount Zion, Nashville. You can search it on its free app on I, I, iTunes or whatever. It's Mount Zion, Nashville app. And I encourage folks to download it. You can stay connected to the teachings I do, a lot of the things we post and other books and other things are out there. And uh, also, I do a daily periscope if, uh, uh, on Joseph Walker 3 again, just Joseph Walker, the number three. I do a daily periscope where I talk about business sure. principles. I empower people, encourage them. And they can ask questions throughout the periscope. So I encourage them to follow me there. Bishop Walker has been a blessing and an honor to be with you. I really appreciate you taking time to be with us on the Business Builder Show. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. Reminding you to find our shows and many other great shows on C-Suite Radio. That's c-suiteradio.com. On behalf of myself, Marty Wolf, your host, D.C. Taylor, my executive producer, Thank you for listening to the Business Builder Show and stay tuned for information on how you can become part of the C-Suite Network. Bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. As a loyal fan of this C-Suite Radio Show, we've got an unbelievable offer for you. 
Listeners to the Business Builder Show get 50% off a C-Suite Network membership. The C-Suite Network will help you become the most strategic person in the room. You'll have access to top-notch benefits and networking, all helping you get the most out of your position. Take advantage of this limited-time offer today. Learn more about the C-Suite Network membership at c-suitenetwork.com slash CSR. Again, that's 50% off a C-Suite Network membership at c-suitenetwork.com slash CSR.